We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. Hello lovers, welcome to Unveiled. I'm Lucy, wedding photographer. And I'm Eddie, wedding videographer. And we're here to spill the tea on the big wide world of weddings. Get ready for love stories, epic fails, and enough gossip to make your grandma blush. Whether you're planning or just here for the laughs, this is Unveiled. 90% love, 10% chaos, and 100% good vibes. Let's dive in. Hey, Luce. Hello. Got a good one today. We're talking about food. <laughs> I'm starving. I'm Seriously. so hungry this, after that Listening to this episode is not going to help. No, I mean, I'm hungry after that conversation with mm. Joe. It was, yeah. I'm, yeah, it's just starving. Mouth was watering like majority of the time. Yeah, so th- today, if you haven't already picked up on it, we're chatting with the caterer and it's one that Lucy <laughs> has worked with in the past and all I've heard is raving good reviews. Yeah. On Instagram, you'll know Pepe's as Chow Pepe's, but... It's actually just called Peppies. So just a FYI for anyone who cares. But yeah, we spoke to Joe about all things catering, kind of what he's seeing in terms of trends, all of this live making food making extravaganza that we're also seeing couples implement into their days, which are just, you, yeah, you can hear it in our voices. It's just another layer of excitement and a, a layer that adds to an already amazing day. Yes, and his vision is heavily sourced from the roots of Italy. Yeah, which is also FYI, you're going to want to go to Italy and you're going to want to eat all the Italian food. Or you just get peppies. Delivered to your door. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's um, let's get right into it. So this is Joe from Peppies. Peppies. We'll dive into the first question and start where Peppies began and how you landed in the wedding space. Well, yeah, that's probably that's a good question. I, you know, probably have to go back to when I was 14, 15, actually, to where it all began. Basically, yeah, just through through my dad having worked in wedding reception centres his whole life, he kind of took us under his wing and that was, you know, the, the first job I had as a young boy working in, you know, all the Italian wedding reception centers here in Sydney. And yeah, so that, that was sort of where I, I, you know, found my, you know, found my steps in, in the hospitality world. And, you know, as you know, I, I sort of stayed in that hospitality, you know, area for a number of years, sort of during my studies and whatnot. And yeah, then, you know, sort of found myself back here again, sort of full circle after a number of years, you know, when I started Peppies. Yeah, love it. And did you always intend to go into the wedding space or were you like did you start off in restaurants or we started uh, so I started off in weddings so um, oh, okay so um, it's been you've been in wedding but yeah so like I always say I've seen more weddings than I've had hot dinners because <laughs> you know as a youngster I would somewhat you know be working all weekend so I'd go to school during the week and then on the weekends we'd get picked up Friday afternoon my brother and I by our dad and We'd, we'd go do our first shift of the weekend on Friday night and then oftentimes we'd be working Saturday night as well and then and some 
most times Sunday. So it was almost like a full-time kick on top yeah. of wow. school. It, you know, in all honesty, I absolutely loved it. It was like, you know, it was my favorite. It was my favorite thing to look forward to because, you know, like school wasn't so appealing to me. So mm. the fact that I could, you know, dress up on the weekends, you know, style my hair, like, you know, <laughs> every young Italian boy, you know, would do and put on some cologne and, you know, work at weddings, which was, you know, almost a social event for me. It was really fun, actually. So, yeah, so I was always, you know, so started in weddings and then obviously, you know, had a lot of, then started getting a lot of experience in, in the restaurant world and whatnot. But I actually studied something completely different. So as much as I loved it, you know, I never saw a future in hospitality, mm. although I was really good at it as well. Like I actually did hospitality as part of my high school studies and like sort of knocked it out of the park, came mm. first. So it was actually, you know, it was very, it was very natural to me. And, but I, I guess it was, you know, sacrificing my younger sort of younger years and then and the whole like sort of nightlife aspects of, you know, me wanting to go out and have fun with my friends. I never sort of, sort of saw a long-term career in hospitality. So mm. I kind of left it. I studied something completely different, which was design. And then I sort of, then I worked for myself for a number of years during my 20s as a graphic designer. So it wasn't until I sort of got to my late 20s and actually the whole premise was as to why I started Peppies was to help. I just proposed to, to my now wife, Maya, and it was the, a good way that I thought I could make some quick money to, to start paying for my wedding. So, so I kind of found myself back in hospitality because of my own wedding, so to speak, Aww. yeah. I love that. Beautiful. Well, That's really nice. You've got that leads us nicely into the next question because it sounds like you've got a wealth of experience. And these days, couples really want a personalised feel to their wedding. So, how do you in in terms of planning the menus? How do you help couples personalise their menu? Yeah, for us, it the personalisation comes in at the very start. So, you know, even when I was sort of looking after. <clears throat> all the couples coming through and, and now what I sort of enforce with the sales, you know, the salespeople in my office and the event coordinators and what have you is, is offering that, that, that personal touch from the very get go. So, you know, from initial inquiry, we want to get on the phone with our couples and understand their vision for their wedding as a whole, but then also from a food point of view. And, you know, it also helps we have quite a broad offering as to, what we offer from a like a food and beverage aspect so in saying that you know that initial conversation is very important to understand you know what they want to try to achieve from you know from their, the food experience for their guests and then that's when we sort of start imparting a lot of our knowledge from the get-go so we kind of try and be as resourceful as we can with our clients amazing you must have seen such a huge change in the wedding industry from the time you've been in it Oh, look, dramatically, it, it's sort of the whole reason as to why I'm here and doing what we do with Peppies. Yeah, look, you know, for me growing up in the western suburbs of Sydney and, you know, having a very sort of, you know, ethnic background as such, for me, like, you know, a lot of the memories I have were going to big Italian weddings and the focus was always... The focus was always on food, if I'm honest, and I grew up with that sort of ingrained in my in, in my brain and, and my family. You know, my parents are very hospitable. If you were to come to our house and have an event, food is always the utmost priority and it's always there in abundance. And it's, it's a way for us to 
yeah, it's a gestural thing and it's very, you know, ingrained in our culture. Mm. So having seen all that as a young boy and then being totally infatuated with it and then getting taken through that industry because of my dad and, and learning the ropes from some of the industry best in that world, it really, yeah, like it really was something that I guess, you know, going through my 20s as such, I'm in my mid-30s now, so like going through my 20s and having my first, my, you know, the first round of friends getting married and things like that, you start, that's where I started seeing the shift and the change in the wedding food offering mm. and it sort of started taking a bit of a backseat to other things. And yeah, so I, I guess, you know, I started putting a lot of that into question and, you know, having my own wedding, you know, certainly made me think, how do I, you know, how do I, how do I ensure the overall food experience for my guests, which is really important, you know, my family and friends, we all come from the same sort of place. How do I make sure I still bring that value back into, into my wedding day? And I, I think it was through that journey and through that process that I, yeah, I sort of saw a little gap in the market and a little opportunity to really sort of to really sort of bring something new and fresh. I saw a lot of people are going down this very bespoke wedding path in, in a general sense and, you know, <clears throat> bringing in all different vendors and how, you know, how they would, you know, how and why they would engage those vendors and each sort of having their own crucial role to the overall, you know, vision of someone's day. So, that made me just think, well, obviously people care about food and if we put something good enough in front of them, then they will, you know, they will hopefully take a bite and sort of, yeah, I guess, you know, fast forward now, it's really sort of, it's really proven itself that, you know, people value the food experience at their wedding. Yeah, I love that. And I mean, I've had the, the privilege of working with you guys quite a few times now, which is I'm so lucky to A, have tasted your incredible food, but also just leading into the next question, the experience with Peppies is huge and it's not just visually or like that culinary experience, but also as you just spoke about the journey, you know, even like from the interaction of the staff with the guests, how food's placed on the table, et cetera, et cetera. But you mentioned on the website that Peppies sees a focus on abundant and quality-driven foods combined with a unique sense of Italian elegance and theatre. Can you talk us through an example of what couples can expect in this aspect? Uh, Yes, certainly. So I guess what we're trying to do is bring a real strong sense of authenticity to you know, wedding food experience as you would somewhat try, as somewhat what you would expect if you were to visit a wedding, you know, in Southern Italy or, you know, in Lake Como. So I was very much interested in bringing bringing together a sense of theatre with my chefs and my staff combined. And the whole premise of how I sort of led to that was sort of the, the very early on concept for Pepe's started it, it did start very small and in a very humble way and it was essentially I was doing a lot of I was working in a lot of sort of catering like in the sort of pizza catering space I, I would say prior to starting Peppy's and for me there was always there, there was this detachment in the sense that we would deliver these quality pizzas but we'd be stuck in someone's front yard on the back of a on the back of a trailer with a big wood-fired oven so I, you know, I posed the question to myself when I started Peppy's, well, how can I bring that, that live, how can I bring the freshness and the quality to someone's backyard directly? How do I find myself in there amongst the guests, interacting, talking, but still producing 
the same level of food quality. So, you know, I think my design background helped a little bit in sort of conceptualizing an idea. And I'm not necessarily, well, I'm not a chef as such. My, my background is more front of house in the hospitality world. So I, you know, I had to sort of use my limited, I guess, my limited skill set which is still fairly decent from a food point of view, but, you know, I had a passion for pizza. I understood, you know, how to make a good pasta because I'd be making pasta since I was, you know, since I was a kid. And yeah, and then it was like sort of putting that all together and delivering it in a really fresh and interactive way in someone's backyard. So the three core offerings for when Peppy started was making pizzas in backyards with the with the Gosney Rockbox ovens, which are quite popular now, but they were able to to allow me to mobilize, you know, my pizza oven and bring it into someone's backyard in a compact, suitable way. Then we did the Cacio Pepe Cheeseville, which was, you know, a big granite Padano Cheeseville and then cooking the pasta fresh inside oh. and serving it, you know, fresh, which is, you know, Best. now one of our signature offerings. Oh my God. Never left the menu and so you know, people ask for it more now than they did before. So, you know, it's something I'm quite proud of because we were sort of one of the very first people that started doing it at that time and then it was yeah and then it was the lemon granita cups which were which is a traditional sicilian or southern style you know icy you could call it it's lemon sugar water if you've all been if you know if anyone's been to sicily you would know what i'm talking about you can make it with any fruit flavors chocolates and nuts what have you so and it was just doing that in a very attractive way serving it back into the lemon cups that we actually took the juice out of um and it was just those three things that really really allowed me to deliver on my idea and yeah and, and it sort of really it really took off it really gravitated to a lot of people yeah. and before we knew it we were doing you know multiple events on a weekend yeah well oh, lucy okay. came home raving about your the, the experience mm-hmm. that she had at, at the wedding that you were at and so the cake you didn't talk about the cake the amazing cake that you guys do well yeah so sorry so let me sort of go full circle. <laughs> let me go full circle on this so so sort of that's how we so as we developed and as we sort of started finding ourselves more into the wedding space it was just a natural evolution and i'm a you know the bigger is better kind of mentality so I just kept running with the same theme. It's like, how can I keep doing things? How can I keep doing more interesting things in front of people that they haven't seen before? Looking back to Italy, looking at all their live food stations, what they do, how can we do that here? You know, I, you know, I made some, some really cool purchases that no one had before. We designed, like we developed our, the very first granita cart, one of the very first granita carts here in Sydney. So I took the concept of the lemon cart, but then actually designed a whole sort of you know, gelato style cart around that. So we could then, you know, serve it directly from there to the guests at a wedding. We then, I then tracked down all the way in sort of Southern Italy or sort of around Puglia that they design the, what they make pasta in these big pasta pans. They're called a pentalo. It's basically, it's like a big silver pan that swings on a pendulum and you can make it, you can essentially buy them, you know, at a size of like one meter or larger. So I imported one from Italy. It cost me an arm and a leg, but you know, I, you know, I'm the only one here that has one that size. And it was, again, that mentality of how can I make people go, wow, yes, people love pasta. Yes, we'll always sell pasta. And yes, we'll always make good pasta if we served it on the table. But how do we then just elevate the experience for, you know, for our couples? And yeah, so it was just, it's sort of that mentality that I'm still very strong on and then i think that's how we've been able to bring that that theatric aspect to everything we do love it what a good experience for guests and so there's a bit of a 
trend towards smaller weddings now post COVID. So do do couples get this experience no matter how big or small the wedding? Yeah, certainly. I, I think there's probably more opportunity to to tailor menus in a more bespoke way and to yeah, I'd say it's actually probably easier in the sense that that's when we can actually sort of elevate our experience a little bit more, go a little bit more upmarket, you know, whether it's you know, just as a prime example, you know, if we can then silver service things to the table, whether it's our focaccia silver serving onto, you know, onto an individual plate by one of our service staff and then someone following behind in a beautiful silver tin with some extra virgin olive oil or, you know, in, in the sense of our signature live cheese wall that I was talking about, you know, that can very well happen as, an in, as a live station close to an intimate, intimate dining space and everyone has the opportunity to, to have a, a closer look as to what's happening. And then again, we can then silver service it onto their plates or, you know, uh, put it on little cheese, smaller cheese wheels and putting that on the table. So it's all about that element of surprise. And yeah, that's sort of what I try and really, you know, do with, you know, with that side of our service delivery. I think it's really important to just always have that element of, you know, surprise and yeah, delivering the, that. The wow factor. Yeah. And I'd love to pick your brain. There's a little bit of a stigma around couples worrying that if they have a cocktail style wedding, it's going to be like too informal. Can you help us sort of debunk any of these mix myths? And, and what's your point of view between like a sit down and a cocktail style wedding from a, from a catering perspective? Yeah, it's really interesting. Cause like I, I, I... I don't, yeah, I don't really get it because I think you can have the same food value experience from a cocktail style event and, you, you know, compared to a, you know, a sit down event. Look, at, I, again, I look back to what they do in Italy and what we now sort of do for a lot of our clients and we've done it, we've done it for weddings up to 300 people. But, and it's something I actually always say a lot to my clients, but these days people don't want to sit in their seats for too long. So, we, you know, we actually sort of encourage our clients to do a little bit more for their aperitivo hour. So, you know, usually draw it out for a longer period of time, incorporate obviously your canapes, but then maybe look at, in, you know, including a couple of live food stations to go with that and really draw out that early experience of the night. And then, you know, sit down for one beautiful sharing course is more than enough in, in that respect. So, yeah, and then like even with dessert, we try and get we try and do roving desserts because, you know, I've just had enough experience in my life to see how much dessert gets wasted by serving it down while everyone's starting to dance and, and drink a little bit more. So so really I kind of feel like we're in a little bit of a hybrid situation at the moment in the yeah. sense of the way that Pepe's delivers our, our current menus is, is sort of is sort of like enforcing a you know, don't sit down for too long policy. And yeah, so sort of answer your your question i see nothing wrong with a cocktail style event in the sense that we have so much that we can bring to the table in terms of a food experience and as long as you know guests are comfortable in in a cocktail setting and like there's things that are done you know on top of the food like allowing for some lounge space areas and some you know some bar stools and things like that I, i really don't yeah i really don't think it's uh you know, it's a compromise at all, to be honest. It's just, for me, I see it as another style of wedding. And yeah, we've done so many in a cocktail style format. And we've also done so many in a, with a sit down, with a formal sit down component, but in the way that I've, in the way that I've explained, which is just don't keep your guests seated for too long. 
There we go. Everyone needs to not worry about the cocktail versus sit down. It's like everyone just needs a joe at their wedding. Yeah, and the way you've explained it, you can have the best of both worlds. You just yeah. stand up for a little while and you sit down for at least one yeah. one course and yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the funny thing is, right? Like going back to my whole dessert analogy and like, so like you know, you know, you serve, you know, the, traditionally you would serve individual desserts and like you know, having worked in wedding reception places you know when i was a youngster like a lot of those would get taken back to the kitchen like 60 percent would probably get thrown out but we are you know you'll find us on the dance floor you know serving our signature tiramisu spoons or serving some lemon granita with some you know pouring some limoncello on top and like lucy would know that's where you get the best photo moments but you're actually putting you're putting the food right in front of them and they mm. sort of you know they can't deny it and and it's actually again that element of surprise and it's like what's this Let's try some, and it's just it just adds to the whole vibe of, of you know the guest experience, and even for us, it gets us more interactive with the guests. You know, whether it's on the dance floor or at a food station, it just makes it more fun. Yeah. Oh my God. For anyone who hasn't or would turn down tiramisu, is mad. It's honestly the best fucking dessert ever. So and we good. make it convenient. We make it convenient for you. We serve it on a spoon. So you just got to oh, put that. it in your mouth <laughs> and you've just got to put it in your mouth and you're done. You keep dancing. You know what I mean? And then if another one comes around, bang. You take, that's so, great. Yeah. I love that, Joe. And you've, you're very right about dessert. It's like often it does go to waste. It's, yeah. Although so, Eddie and I end up eating it. So yeah, that's the vendor fine. Have for us. There's, always, there's always plenty left for the crew meals. <laughs> but yeah, look, one of the, one of the things I'm, uh, really take you know it was really crucial uh with our couples is is more or less the sequencing of food is so important and it's so obviously it's so innate as as an italian as to when and how you eat things and like bringing that into this kind of picture i guess (laughs) growing up as an italian it's really helped in the sense that i'm able to um give my clients that really um, solid understanding of what people want and when they want it across, you know, a six, seven hour period. Um, so yeah, the food sequencing is, is very important. Yeah. I love that. And Lucy and I love talking about trends that continually <laughs> come and go in weddings from a catering perspective. What, what are you seeing at the moment? Anything coming in or out? Yeah, it's a good question. I, in terms of trends, I very much, I can only go off what we sort of, you know, hear from our clients and what they want. And it generally, <laughs> without sounding too sort of pretentious, but it's generally what we're offering. But obviously, we're, you know, we're probably gravitating the clients that are a Pepe's client, but they want, they obviously want that food value brought back into their wedding experience. So the old analogy that I always hear, you know, the alternate chicken and fish, it's like, People don't want that anymore from a food point of view and they want their guests to have a really good overall experience and all, you know, all the elements have to be considered and factored in. And let's be honest, I think weddings have become so much more expensive over the years Mm. and particularly in the way that people are doing them these days, which is very pulling together all your vendors, doing an estate wedding, what have you. It's just like, you know, 25 years ago, you know, Having a wedding planner or having a wedding stylist didn't exist. Yeah, it happened, but we're talking top echelon of society would have a wedding planner for for their wedding. But these days you can't have a wedding without one. So people, I I guess the the trend is that people just are really invested in their wedding 
and they want to make they want to get the best out of everything you know and so they should because you know they're spending the money for it probably more than ever so if couples include roaming canapes in their menu do they mm-hmm. also need to have entrees I'm oh, going to so, just so- add a little bit to this question I'm just going to tie it back to budget if that's okay so I guess what I'd love to ask is there a way that couples can kind of if they are looking to sort of bring like a lower scale budget into their catering what are some options that they can look at that they still get amazing quality but at a lower scale no I totally get it I think it's more than achievable and it's a general conversation that we need to have with all our couple with all our couples you know obviously budgets can range to quite high to quite low obviously from our point of view we are offering you know high level of service and food quality and as well as abundance in the sense that we don't, you know, we're, we're trying to debunk the whole going home from weddings, being hungry still. Mm. So in saying that, again, that's probably where my expertise in sequencing of food comes in. And I think that if someone, I think it's more than reasonable to start, you know, quite upmarket and have some beautiful, elegant canapes to start off the wedding and to start off the night. And whether you need entrees or not, I guess... It would be, it's a nice to have, but it's probably if you play your cards right, you, you may not need to. And if you make conscious decisions, I guess there's a lot of leverage we have as Italian caterers where we can then go, well, okay, if you want to skip entrees, let's get some beautiful, you know, warm focaccia on the table with some olive oil. So at least it's there. Again, it's back to that gestural thing of, you know, we still care about our guests, but, you know, obviously we've got a budget, but it, it you know, it gives them another, you know, another course as such to to you know indulge in once they're seated and then you know generally we you know you could go into a beautiful a single sharing course down the table it doesn't need to be broken up as such into entree and mains and you know that's where you can then start thinking about okay maybe there's some value add with a bit more dessert later but we know it won't cost as much as potentially entrees you could kind of have those conversations or you know what, like we, we're kind of happy sequencing things out in a sort of, you know, in a slow kind of gradual way, canapes, maybe some bread, a beautiful single sharing course. But if we're not sure or we do know that people are going to be, you know, soaking up a few drinks after dinner and on the dance floor, maybe there's a, maybe there's a, you know, a little bit of budget to then look at a late night bite just to seal the deal and just to make sure of it because, mm. you know, there, there's all these there's all these things you can do to sort of look at the overall picture. All the food doesn't need to come at once, you know. So, like, to answer your question, no, you don't need entrees. If you were to talk to us as peppies, we, we obviously value the food and we don't want people to walk away hungry as such. So we would look at, you know, your budget and see, okay, how can we potentially sequence things out or plan things out in a way that we can still ensure that people aren't going home hungry, but they've enjoyed these sort of these food moments along the, the six, seven-hour you know, event time. Beautiful. Love I think it. that's great. And, you know, all people, all couples need to do is just ask the question. So it's great. Yeah. My mouth's watering all this Italian food talk. Oh, oh. My God. I could literally <laughs> eat Italian food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and all the snacks. We did. In we did when we were in Europe. I know. We literally have been eating Italian food for 10 weeks. <laughs> like I always say, Italian never goes out of style. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, Seriously. But I feel like there that, is. You know, you can do yeah. it wrong. You can do it wrong. Now that I've been to Italy and like your food is authentic Italian. 
you we, can taste the difference. We, yeah, we get, yeah, like we get that a lot. Actually, I had someone at an event like a week ago that just got back from Italy and she's a, you know, she's, I know her, she's kind of like a client of ours, but she was invited to another event that we were doing. And she was like, like, we couldn't find any of this in Italy. <laughs> and like, you know, it was like, okay, you know, it's sort of expected and unexpected, I guess, you know, I'm second generation Italian here. So I've grown up knowing good, you know, homely Italian food. But then again, the way that I've sort of, I, I sort of run my operation here at Pepe's is, you know, we always started with quality, but how I've then ensured that as we've sort of grown in team and capacity is to, yeah, you know, look to Italy as well. There's a lot of really good chefs here. Like our culinary scene here in Sydney is really good. And, you know, there are a lot of Italian chefs here as well. So, you know, oftentimes, you know, like my, my, my head chef at the moment, Alessandro, he's from Calabria, Italy. So he brings a really strong sense of authenticity to what we're doing. And it even helps even more that his family's background is from a, you know, a wedding a wedding standpoint as well. So mm, we sort of really, you know, we were able to put our heads together and we sort of understand exactly what, you know, what we need to achieve here as we continue to grow. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks for coming on the show today, Joe. It's been You're really great, good to pick Joe. your brain and to get a, give couples a bit of an insight in how they can coordinate their catering experience for their wedding. But just finally, before you go, can you give us some parting advice? Well, what's, what are your, what's your top, top tip for couples in, in the midst of planning their wedding? Yeah, I think, I think try and enjoy the journey as much as possible and plan as early as you can because the closer you get to your wedding, obviously the stress will build naturally. So yeah, so plan early. And also from that point of view, you don't want to miss out on any key vendors that are, you know, that are super, super important to having at your wedding. So yeah, come up with a list, you know, work out your negotiables and your non-negotiables. I hear that a lot from our couples, like, you know, Pepe's was a non-negotiable. So, mm. you know, like they locked us in, they locked us in, you know, that was the first vendor they locked in. So, you know, plan, you know, plan your budget, understand, you know, write a list of one to 10, what's most important to you down to, because everyone's different, you know, some people might value other things compared to, you know, other couples. So it's, yeah, so it's one of those things. It, it's just, work out what your priorities are, put them on paper, make sure you, you do a bit of research, get your budgets, you know, get some approximate budgets so you have an overall picture and then just start getting those vendors locked in as soon as you can. Great advice, Joe. Really nice. Thank you so much for no, your time a pleasure. today. Plenty of oh, info I love you guys. There. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thanks um, so much for having hopefully me. Hopefully we see it at a wedding in the not too distant future. Yeah, and congratulations on your amazing partnership with Redleaf. That's just happened. That's exciting. Yeah, um, that's just gone out there, which is yeah. super exciting. Does that mean are you we, uh, catering all Redleaf weddings now or is how does it work? Yeah, is it? so pretty much. Well, no, yeah, we are. <laughs> I shouldn't say pretty much. But from 2025 onwards, we will be the, the permanently fixed caterer at Redleaf. So, which makes yeah, so, heaps of sense. Yeah, look, and it was, you know, we, we didn't get handed this contract. We had to work really hard for it and there was a – quite a big tender process that we had to go through to get there. But in the end, I think it's safe to say, and, you know, Matt from Redleaf will probably agree that it's a very mutual, it's a very mutual partnership, I would mm -hmm. say, in the sense that what they're, you know, what they're doing there, it's just so, so beautifully Tuscan inspired. And I think, you know, by just being able to wear the, the Italian hat proudly, you know, we can really 
you know, with what we do, execute some beautiful, you know, Italian style experiences there. And what it also allows, I think, is a, a much more elevated experience for the couples getting married at Red Leaf. Because by being fixed there, you know, like, you know, we're currently working closely with Red Leaf on designing a, a beautiful commercial kitchen, but we're just able to do things much better as opposed to being like a, you know, like what we generally do, which is like a fly-in, fly-out caterer. Mm, so, you know, yeah. we're, we're rocking up at a marquee where, you know, <laughs> we're pulling off unbelievable menus, but in the most dynamic situations, we just don't have to worry about that. And also, you know, guests, you know, guests will guests at Red Leaf, you know, they're not just there for one day. They're booking the beautiful venue for two or three days and they're able to stay on site with their, you know, their family and then have their wedding and do pre and post wedding recoveries. And, you know, we're able to be there for that as well and do more. And yeah, like, but even just elevate the actual accommodation experience, like, you know, by us being totally localized up there in Wollombi, you know, in 2025 and having a dedicated Pepe's you know, operation, we can do things like, you know, offer concierge services to the, you know, to the people staying at the home and do all those little and, and just, yeah, elevate all those touch points a little bit more, which is, yeah, which I think is just then will make it, you know, certainly feel like a luxury, you know, wedding venue experience, which is everything we're trying to do together. Yeah, amazing. Well, congratulations on that and super excited to see it all come to life. I hope that I am booked for a million weddings in 2025 at Redleaf with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hope, we hope to see you up there, but I'm sure we, we will see each other um, a lot before then as well. Yeah, I hope so too. All right, Joe. well, thank you so much again and we'll let you know when the episode is being released. Really appreciate your time. All right, guys, thank you so much. Chat. It really means a lot. Pleasure. Thank Chat you. to you soon. 